You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and SJ Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursday podcast. Thanks for being here this week. Hope you guys' day is going really well. Your week is going well. I'm out here for my last morning in Mammoth, California on a little family vacation. We've had an absolutely awesome week. Got to do some bike riding around the mountains, a lot of lake hiking. I mean, it's just been a blast to hang out with the family. Um, Hope this uh, episode and all of our episodes brighten your day, brighten your week a little bit. Um, I'm currently getting ready to head out to uh, Lake Mary, going to do some paddle boarding or kayaking. I don't really know. Trying to get out there before the thunderstorms start this morning. And uh, then we're going to be heading back to uh, Huntington, back to reality. So my son starts uh, kindergarten in a couple weeks. So this is our last little vacation here for a while. And uh, as I said, just want to brighten your day. Uh, Hope you guys are having a wonderful week and uh, share with you how it's been going for me. Uh, about to make this call here to Ryan Clark of Demon Hunter, this week's guest from earlier on Monday. If you haven't listened to that episode, head back over there, get that one going. I'm going to give him a call in a second, see how things have been going since we recorded said episode. And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to head out to Lake Mary. So uh, let's see what Ryan Clark's up to this morning. Hello? Hey, what's up, dude? How are you? Good. How's it going? It's going really good. It's going really good. I'm in. Uh, I was just telling the people listening right now that I'm in uh, Mammoth, California, right now, in my last morning on a family vacation. Before oh, nice. I, uh, yeah, and then uh, there's supposed to be some thunderstorms hitting around one o'clock this afternoon. So uh, I'm gonna get out to uh, Lake Mary and then uh, head back. So uh, that's my plan for the day. What do you got going on? Sweet. So a little bit of the same. Um, just working, prepping for tour. Um, yeah, juggling like I usually do. <laughs> Always juggling, man. You said you guys are getting ready for uh, tour. Uh, that's starting September 9th. Have you guys uh, gotten into some rehearsals yet? I know when we had our chat, you mentioned that everybody in the band pretty much lives uh, very much apart from each other and you yeah. get together uh only to play so has uh so that begs the question have you guys gotten into the room together yet 
So what we do on average is we all just sort of rehearse independently. Um, and, and then we just, the last couple of days prior to leaving, we'll rent out a, a proper rehearsal space and do, you know, a couple full days, try to do lighting and all that stuff at the same time. But, uh, yeah, I, yesterday I, I ran through the set by myself here. You know, I just put in my ears, got like a click track to the whole set, and I just like, you know, <laughs> I stand in my, my office like a crazy person and just scream the whole set. <laughs> are um, you walking around that whole office, or are you just uh, are you confiding yourself into that little vocal booth? I'm, I'm not in the booth. I'm in the, the main area, but I'm sort of um, I'm tethered to... Uh, a cable that's not super long so uh, oh. i've got a little bit of space to play with but um yeah i've i've never actually rehearsed like this before but it's actually been really good um usually i wait until we get together as a full band and, and rehearse and then i go oh uh i didn't really break my voice in as well as i should <laughs> okay so, the older that i get the more prepared i'm i'm learning to get so that, that's what i'm doing now it's going really well Awesome, man. Well, I'm sure everyone's getting really excited for that tour to, to start um, September 9th again when the album drops, 20 Years in Exile. Uh, the question, though, I had on that, though, older, getting more prepared, are you are you doing anything physically? I mean, I know I know for myself, running around on stage, uh, you, you kind of try to prepare yourself a little bit for that, uh, for that aerobic workout, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, are you doing anything, ramping up any workouts, doing anything like that to uh, get you ready for that? I'm definitely more than I had in the past. Um, I'm doing, I wouldn't say every day, but probably on average every other day, uh, like a 20 minute, you know, resistance band aerobic exercise. Mm. Um, it's like real high heart rate. Um, it's, it's real fast paced and it just, you sort of just get it in. Um, you know, you knock it out real quick, but it's real high intensity the whole time. Um, that's been cool. I can definitely tell that that's helped a little bit. Um, and then just like, you know, getting down and doing some push-ups like a couple times a day. Um, and then I, another thing I sort of swear by that, uh, isn't necessarily in the workout category, but I feel like it's been one of the things that's really, um, helped my endurance and overall energy and everything over the past couple of years is, is cold showers, which I do every day. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, those are those are getting more and more popular. At least I'm hearing more and more about them. I guess uh, cold showers or like the the cold plunges. Um, yeah, yeah. Those I I first was introduced to those in um, uh, uh, Finland. They have those like okay. uh, they have those uh, they have like the whole facilities where you can go in the super hot sauna, and then jump in a cold p- pool. And yeah, stuff. it's it's really great for the body and really wakes you it up, is, especially from yeah. a hangover. If you got a wicked hangover, <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll cure it up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I, so I've been on this kick since, you know, basically right when COVID started. Um, I, I, I've sort of always dealt with asthma and stuff and, uh, mm. I early COVID, you know, probably March or April when it was all kicking off, like I was starting to feel like I couldn't breathe and freaking out and panicking and like calling and do I have COVID all this stuff. And then just sort of after calming down, I was talking to our guitar player who's like the, the resident fitness guru and all, all other sorts of like, you know, uh, body, uh, hacking guy. Um, he was like, you should check out this guy, Wim Hof. And he's sort of like the godfather of that. Um, he's, a he's from the Netherlands, but, um, He's, he holds like 28 Guinness world records and, um, 
he's the godfather of the sort of like cold plunge and the, the wow. these breathing exercises that allow you to hold your breath for you know really long periods of time he'll he'll just like cut a hole in the ice and go swimming for like eight minutes without taking a breath. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't enough for you just to like read a couple articles, uh, go to a YouTube video on it, something like that. No, you had to go to the guy who's broken Guinness book, uh, Guinness world records <laughs> around cold oh, yeah. plunges and yeah. stuff. It's like <laughs> last year. Yeah. Last year in December, uh, I took a co- one of his courses up here and, and, uh, while it was snowing, walked into the lake out here. Uh, for a few minutes, all the way up to a, you know, to our necks. It, it was amazing. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, all in. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've, I've done that. Uh, we have a like a cold plunge uh, tub and uh, or not tub, whatever those. They're basically freezer boxes that they put water in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done that a couple of the times. It's, it's definitely helped. I mean, I mean, anything you can do to to uh, raise and lower and do all that thing, all those things to your heart rate in preparation for the for the stage, right? Because uh, it, I, I think it's a little bit akin to uh, sports or an athlete. Now, maybe not quite sure. on the same level, but definitely I hope you could uh, attest to this. It's You do all the prep as much as you can, but nothing's like it until you're in front of those fans and oh, stuff because that just always kind of just ups the uh, the, the intensity of, of everything, right? Yeah, your adrenaline's going. Like the room is just generally going to be stuffier and like thicker. And there's, yeah, there's really, I was thinking about that yesterday. There's really no way to fully prepare for it. I mean, right. you can definitely do some work and, and get closer, but then you get there and you're like, oh yeah, this is, I forget, <laughs> you know, this is a lot. So where, where is your guys' first show? Cause I, I, that this is also begging the question. We're going into like this whole, <laughs> this whole physicality of doing shows and stuff. And I'm just going to run with it. Your first show on September 9th is where again? Is it, is it, uh, it's in the Midwest somewhere if I remember correctly, right? So yeah, Joliet, Illinois is the first show. Okay. And so we're starting, you know, we're rehearsing in Nashville and then uh, just heading straight up there. Okay. So, but you're, but where you're at, you have a little bit of elevation, right? Um, I don't have a ton. Like we're okay. pretty, we're pretty close to the, to the water actually, um, sea level. But uh, yeah, the, the air, I mean, I don't want to brag, but the air mm-hmm. where I live is about as good as it gets. Um I mean, in terms of both humidity and just clean air, it's just, I mean, as far as being close to a metropolitan area, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if you had, if you guys were up a little bit further, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know the geographical because I was just thinking like, as especially for a singer, for yourself, having to catch your breath a bunch and stuff like one way to train, you could, (laughs) you could do the old like uh, uh, athlete training stuff where you go up in the mountains and do some some jogs, some hikes or something like that. That could, that could definitely. So by the time you go into a show, you're like, ah, I could breathe yeah, wonderfully. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. You, we talked a little bit about some hiking and stuff like that before. Have you been? Uh, you've been down to Mammoth, right? We talked a little bit about that. I have not been to Mammoth. No. Mm. Um, usually, when we're going down to California, obviously my folks live in Northern California, and then uh, we spend a, a considerable amount of time in the desert down there. Um, right. You know, Pioneer Town, Joshua Tree, Palm Springs, all that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I know we talked about that, but again, it was a cut. It's a couple of weeks ago now. That's why I like to do these follow up calls and, and and see how things are going since then. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, we uh, we were just in the chat for the YouTube premiere the other night. Um, bunch of people, great feedback on the episode that we uh, recorded a couple of weeks ago. Awesome, awesome. Um, thanks for doing that, and uh, thanks for popping in there. Um, 
it's uh, it's definitely special for those regular fans that are there for the premieres every Tuesdays. Yeah, that's four. cool. And uh, they had some good questions. They one of them actually um, is like our resident librarian. So I I, I knew she was going to oh, be cool. able to answer a couple of the questions that we had when we <laughs> when we had the chat. Oh yeah, yeah. That's According great. to her, uh, it was the pioneer that your yeah, grandfather's was black right. was on. She was right. Yeah. All it took was a, a quick Google. <laughs> when we were talking, I didn't, you know, I didn't consider it, but yeah, it was, it's the pioneer plaque. Well, no, that's tons of yeah, imagery but we, of it. Yeah. Right. And we, but we can't just Google it. That was our whole conversation, right? We, right. We got to try and use our <laughs> right. brains. You're right. You're right. <laughs> there was some other good stuff, but yeah, I, after we talked a little bit more, I did like, think a little bit more about my mad balls and God, I miss those things. Like I gotta, yeah, I, I'm sure we could find them on eBay and get some. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gone down quite the nostalgic, um, kick over the years, you know, all the skateboards that were out in the eighties that I could never have and never afford and stuff. I, I have them all now, oh, <laughs> you know, that's all the, you know what I mean? Like all the, uh, garbage fail kids and like just Ninja turtles and everything from, everything from the eighties and nineties that like I was obsessed with, like came full circle and I'm still living out my childhood years. (laughs) That's fantastic. I've done a little bit of that myself. And I, I don't know about you. Did you watch any of those, uh, the toys that made us on Netflix? Yeah, Dude, those, those those episodes are great. Yeah. It's funny to find out some of the stuff that you never really considered back then, you know, um, like he man being a, a, a toy before it was, actually like a story you know they were like oh we need to come up with a story to go around this and then they just formulated something and made a cartoon out of it and like the the panthor or whatever that thing that he rides was just like a zoo toy like an actual tiger and they're like let's just paint it green like let's use the same mold paint it green and it'll be his like what he rides on dude (laughs) yeah and i remember having well it wasn't mine see i'm the youngest of two brothers so they had all the he-man uh, okay. and I remember having that one and it had like, and it was funny cause I never realized why, but it did feel like one of those zoo toys. Cause it had a little bit of that, like uh, that texture to it or like that fur to yeah. it or whatever, you know? And I was like, yeah, it feels like the Panther I just got from the San Diego zoo a couple of weeks ago, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> they just had to improvise and be scrappy and, you know, it's, reuse molds and all that stuff. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty incredible. And then, uh, the Ninja Turtle, I, I I really was into my generation was was really the Ninja Turtles era, and I yeah. I go back to my mom's house now. My son uh, for like Christmas and holidays and stuff. I go back to my mom's house, and my mom still has a box of my old toys, and some of which yeah, are like, so does mine. Yeah, so you go, you get to go back. You're like, oh, dude, I got that, you know, that Michelangelo, you know, whatever it is, or. Or Raphael, or like I had like the the spaceman fucking Ninja Turtle. I had like uh-huh. all of them, and like some of them are missing arms now and stuff. But my son doesn't care. He's playing with the same toys I did. It's like oh, that yeah, nostalgia factor, it. man. It's the best toys too. I'm sure your boys love it. That era. I mean, that's why they still exist, and they're still bringing it back. Like whether it's Transformers or Ninja Turtles or whatever, it's like it's just tried and true. They're just yeah. keeping it going. Yeah, man. I mean, I guess I got more Ninja Turtles coming out soon. I saw something, I think Seth Rogen's involved in it this time around. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds right. I don't know what it is, but, you know, I'll be watching it and hoping and critiquing it, you know, as always. And hopefully sure. Kevin Eastman's still involved. I had him on the show a couple years ago and talked to him about uh, Ninja Turtles in general. He was really nice, and it was fun to, to joke with him about the old cartoon and uh, the budget that it had with, like, 
sometimes they'd have the wrong turtle voice to the wrong color banner oh for right? real yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun interesting chat but uh i always tripped out that uh after you know years after uh, learning that uncle phil from fresh prince was the voice of of shredder no um, i didn't even yeah, realize yeah, yeah. that uh-huh that's a good one that's a good little yeah. trivia i, I, I should have asked him about that I forget the actor's name, and he's passed since, but um, yeah, that was him. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Well, let's go. Like we digress a little bit, as we did before. We're going into uh, into the weeds on some nostalgic toys. Let's bring it back around to uh, Invisible uh, uh, Creature. How is yeah. that? How's that going? You guys got some new projects you're doing right now. Um, tying in, yeah. tying in some some toys. You got your your mummy guy. What's going on with that? Yeah, I mean, right now, um, I'm sort of I'm trying to ward off as much work as I can so that I can have a total like blank you know, clear mind when we're going into tour, I, I try and sort of taper things off. Um, right. Smart. At a, at a reasonable rate, right before tours and, and records and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm getting towards the end of a couple of um, projects. The most recent thing that I've been working on for a long time is this uh, Alice in Chains 30 year anniversary of, of dirt box set. Um, right. So I just I'm getting towards the very tail end of wrapping that up, um, and that's my that's kind of the last thing I got to do before I head out. Um, wow, that's, that's releasing been... around the same time as your guys's album too, right? Like I think that's their their thirtieth anniversary is early September as well for that record. Yeah. So the the goal was to let's at least get the pre order out by then, you know, before or on um, the the actual anniversary, and then. You know, like everything else these days, like it's just crazy to manufacture stuff. So mm-hmm. it'll ship. Their hope is that, that it'll ship in October, maybe November or something like that. But um, yeah, we're like working at breakneck speed to try to shore up all the all the pieces that are still sort of in flux right now. So but it's looking really good. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very fun to see a lot of the comments uh, about our, our chat and a lot of people talking about your juggling. They're like this guy's drive is insane. Like you're, here you are, you know, days away from getting out on the road to do, you know, you celebrate 20 years of demon hunter. Uh, very important to you guys. You don't tour very often. You got a whole September lineup going. You got all the VIP packages that are new for everybody. A lot of cool shit going on. 
yet still you're uh, pushing, putting yourself under the gun to get this Alice in Chains uh, 30 years yeah. of dirt. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of wild. That man. is normal operating procedure for me. I don't, I don't really know anything else. It's, uh, I would be, I feel like I would, wouldn't know what to do with myself unless I was just had stuff happening in every angle, you know, and I'm trying to get in some good time, good dad time and husband time too, before I leave. So oh yeah. That's a huge thing. All too. those things, you know, then, yeah. now uh, your kid's going to be starting school at the same time too. So I imagine you won't be able to have your, have your family out. I mean, looks like it's just the month of September, right? So you'll be, yeah. you'll be gone for yeah, like it's three, about weeks. three weeks. It's not too bad. So she'll start school. Luckily I'm here for her first day of second grade. Um, and I'm here for the first four days, I think of second grade. So that's good. Um, I definitely wanted to be there for that. And then, right. yeah, it'll just be the three weeks. My, my wife's got it all covered. And then I think even my mom might come out and, and, and be here for a little bit while I'm gone. So that that's a, a big help. That is that is huge help. Yeah, I, I, I'm i excited for uh, the school year to start, too, man. My son's going to start kindergarten for the first time. So he's going from preschool, oh, nice. starting the real school where he's going to. It's a big step. It's huge, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm not excited for that drop off line that I keep hearing about. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to ride brutal. the bike. I think I'm just going to, I've got an electric bike. I think I'm just going to throw them on the back of that as long as the weather is permitting, oh, yeah. which it should be this early in September, but oh yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> I've got yeah, a plan. I've got a plan. I'm not dealing with that, with those cones and, yeah, yeah. and shit. I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, I know. Well, my daughter, luckily the school's only about a mile away from us, but, uh, she takes the bus and it's like, Oh, nice. That saves us so much time and, and all that kind of stuff. And she enjoys it. Um, I don't know how, for how long she'll enjoy it. Uh, it'll probably run its course, you know, within a couple of years and maybe we'll have to take her, but, um, yeah, it, that's, that's been a, that's been awesome. Awesome, man. Well, I, I appreciate the time as I, as we talk there, I know you're busy, you know, with all of your projects going on and being a dad and being a husband. All these wonderful things you got going on. Very cool, man. I appreciate the time. Um, are you guys going to be dropping another single uh, at the same time as this uh, as this tour to kind of promote it or uh, yeah. run through with mechanism? We've got we've got a couple more in the chamber. Um, I you know not don't want to let too many cats out of bags, but right. I think we're we're dropping one this week um, at the end of this week, and then I think we do have one more. Um, before the record actually comes out so yeah we're keeping it steady in terms of you know getting stuff out there but yeah i think we got two more awesome man well everyone go check out those uh singles and get ready for the new demon hunter hunter record excuse me and uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll stay in touch man it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you yeah Tell, uh, downy i said hello and uh we'll, we'll talk again sometime perfect thanks man right. cheers cheers see ya and that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny, the Thirsty Thursday podcast. It was a lot of fun, as I just said, getting to know Ryan. Thanks for being on the show, man. Um, he's just a, he's a workhorse, man. He's got, he's got the drive. He's always got his hands in something. It's very inspiring um, as I stand here in Mammoth doing a, doing a podcast <laughs> on my family vacation. Um, not, not complaining at all. This is, this is fun for me, so... Uh, but it's it's just really cool to see somebody with that kind of drive working at a bunch of different stuff. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm real excited for that Alice in Chains Dirt 30-year anniversary coming out. That's coming out uh, in September. They're going to be celebrating that. 
I think they're going to be in Irvine, actually, as I understand it, um, on the day that that happens for their tour. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm probably going to go out to that show. If you're in the area, you should probably check that out as well. And make sure you're uh, checking out where Demon Hunter is coming through your town in September. I'm sure they're going to be putting on a great show. They're, you know, they don't do a lot of tours, guys. So uh, make sure you get out there and uh, see what it's all about. Uh, that's it for this week. As always, till next time. Cheers. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Hello out there. Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!